All power and glory go to God. All greatness is from God. When a hero stumbles, well, the cowards rejoice. Nothing feels better to a coward than to watch a brave guy fall. Got a story that's behind his tricks And every GM got a story that's behind his picks And when you listen, pay attention to the details You can hear the ocean when you listen to the seashells A newborn taught me wisdom that college couldn't And college taught me how to talk more because I wouldn't Words are sharper, they can reshape your disposition Give out love and don't worry about your acquisitions too worried about the conflict that you pension, but your team is too much for you to carry in your own division. Palms is itching, about to run into some money next. Lord made me slow it down, cause I was surely missing steps. You will step into my goals. Man, New Ginobili, can't nobody hold me. I need change like a gentrified neighborhood, but money ain't the only thing that can keep me straight for good. Bread alone is only good for the physical. Better make sure your soul's attached to your backbone. Verses for your vertebrae, chapters for your shoulder blades, books for my mental state, and letters on my dinner plate. You consume by what you consume, and the fumes from social media can mess up your cool. Clickbait on the internet can ruin your food. But depression ain't hashtag mood. I wanna see the moon when I stare up at the constellations to connect the dots. Vision's very clear, make moves, connect the plots. And return all the earnings to my family. Prayers for my health and for my sanity. Yo, 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 we back again. Happy Monday morning on KRSM 98.9. Every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. We got we got Sid Linus in the house. What's good, Sid Linus? Chilling, chilling, man. How you doing? Doing amazing. Doing amazing. How, how, how your weekend been? Uh, weekend been good, man. Went to Virginia. You know what I'm saying? With- oh, 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 let, 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 let me ask you something. Why are you always acting like you don't know what you did? During the weekend, because I live in the moment, man. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I live in the moment. I live for the moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I feel you. I feel you. Hey, yo. First of all, shout out to God, man. Shout out to to all, all the uh, uh, big things. You know what I mean. All the big things that's been going on. Um, uh. With, with with just our, our businesses, man, in, in our life, you know what I mean. Uh, I got a few things to uh, 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 announce, you know what I mean? Because I like, okay, so you know, I, I want to be more into, like, you know, we'll see what's going on about food, you know what I mean? Just organic foods and all type of stuff like that, you know what I mean? So so at uh, uh, our co-op. Um, Lake Winds Co-op, you know what I mean? I, I'm trying, I, 
I became an owner. You know what I mean? I became an owner. You know what I mean? Of um, yeah, owner basically like you pay. You know what I mean? You just pay like an initial ninety dollars or whatever, ninety nine dollars or whatever. You know what I mean? Became an owner. You know what I mean? So you get different discounts and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And also, you get to like um, you get just like you know what I mean newsletters and different newsletters and all that stuff coming to your house, so you can know. So you you kind of in the inside a little bit. So the first newsletter came to my house, and I thought to myself, I'm looking through it, and you know, and, and I thought to myself, uh, wow, I'm seeing that they're having a, a, a board, you know what I mean? A, a, a election for okay. a board of directors, you okay. know what I mean? And I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I got to be seeing this for a reason. That's how I always think about a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so I decided to put my hat in. You feel what I'm saying? I decided to uh, email them. I had to email them a lot of stuff about myself. Uh, I sent the email off. They let me know they got it. And I'll, I'll say probably like a few weeks, maybe two or three weeks after that, um, they did interviews with everybody. You know what I mean? They did interviews with with uh, all the people who went for the board of directors and the co-op. You know, and I had a I had a, a Zoom a Zoom meeting with about with about five five or six people who's currently on the board of directors right now. And uh, we had a very good meeting, you know, and I'll say like two weeks or so after that, uh, I get the message in that, that I made it past this round. I made it past that round. And now I'm headed to the next round. And the next round, they're going to have uh, uh, my face uh, inside the next newsletter. And they're going to have my face in the stores. And the the uh, I guess the owners, the current, the owners and everybody or the, the board of directors are going to, you know, vote. You know what I mean? So, so it's, it's an election, and they and then on September 11th at the uh, I think it's like Gale uh, Gale Wins Farm. Um, it's like an annual meeting, and they announced the the winners there. So it's seven people. I'm one of the, I'm one of the seven, and they're going to announce three winners. So who? So so. Uh... How you vote? Look, man, I I, I don't even know. I'm, I'm I'm part of I'm part of the, the this new to me. You know what I mean? I, I think I don't even think a common person can vote. I think you either got to be on the board of directors or you have to be a owner of the store, one of the owners of the stores. That's what I believe. Or oh, okay. it might just be, you know what I mean? Or it just might be the directors. You know what I mean? So I so we we we'll see we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? It, it's a I thought it was something like we used to do back in the day when they used to be like, uh, like hip hop group competitions, like or like or like stuff like that. And they used to be, they used to be like, yeah, they used to be like, nah, yeah, whoever bro, has the nah. most votes. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are just that. We 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 are having ten thousand votes, man. and then they'll they'll still man, be we, like, we, they'll still be like, you guys didn't win, like, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. We had ten thousand. Yeah, we had ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, everybody to vote. We had ten thousand votes. Then they, then we joint come out. And this is top three ain't even us. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, 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 and some more, some more good stuff. You know what I mean? Some more good stuff happened with, um, 
uh, 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 our radio show. You know what I mean? We um, uh, we was invited. You know what I mean to to the the, the All Star game. You know what I mean? We was invited to the All Star game, the MLS Major League Soccer All Star game, and it's in Minnesota this year. You know what I mean? So we'll be we'll be there. You know, starting uh, August eighth, we'll be bringing y'all. Man, we'll be get just bringing y'all the 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 best content. Uh, we'll be on the floor. We'll be in the booth. Uh, we'll get all type of interviews, man. Yo, we 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 gonna we gonna do it big. We are gonna do it big. How, how how you feel about that, man? How you feel about? It? I feel good about it, man. I feel good. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, you know I'm gonna be just coming back in town, but I feel good about it, man. Got some uh logistics stuff to work out. You know what I'm saying? But uh, other than that. Uh, I feel really good about it, man. I feel, I feel like it's a good opportunity, and um, and uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and let me tell y'all a little something about uh, what's been going on. Uh, what's up with me on the music front? Uh, I just got um, uh, and um, what they what, what would they call it? A uh, uh, sync and licensing agency to uh, represent me and try to get my music into uh, movies, TVs, and a uh, film. You know what I'm saying? And commercials. Uh... So, uh, so yeah, so I'm gonna start, um, I'm gonna start submitting a lot of work to them and they're gonna, um, do their thing, man. And, uh, I'm very proud of that. So, uh, big shout out to them. So, so how, how did that, how did that come about? Okay. So here's the, here's the great thing about it, about it all. There's a social media platform called Fanbase, and it's black owned. It's not. Only, okay. f- but the platform is not just for black people. We have to get a lot of times. There's, there's confusion when a, when a black person owns something. The general public thinks it's only for black people. No, it's a social media platform owned by Isaac Hayes the third. His father is the soul singer Isaac Hayes, and it's a great so, so, social media platform and where you can uh, monetize your content from day one. And you can make money on this platform. It's really great. But anyway. They have audio rooms, and uh, this um, licensing and sync agency hosted an audio room, and they told people to, like a week before the audio room, they told people to submit music, and they would play it in the audio room and critique them. And so they, uh, I sent my music in, and they ended up playing it in the audio room, and uh, the guy uh, loved my voice, and he said he wanted to work with me. So we just been connecting since then, and uh, it's been a huge blessing, man. So, you know. I'm trying to get, trying to make sure y'all see my uh, my song on like the next big uh, like Spike Lee movie or something. Man, that that's huge. That's huge. So so I, I mean I mean when they was telling you about all this stuff, what did you when they was telling you about like like uh, that that he wanted to work with you? What, what was going through your mind? Everything happened for a reason, like you said about the thing at the the co-op. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, and one thing about and one thing about me is that like anytime somebody does business with me, I want to make sure I like to make sure my name is good. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I don't want I don't want people to do business with me and be like, oh, I, we couldn't find them, we couldn't contact them. You know, he would go missing or just show up late. Nah, when you do business with me, I want them to be good business. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. Um, so yeah. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just locked. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Plus, I got an album coming out. You know what I'm saying? As soon as my cover get done, so you know I'm locked in, man. Okay. All right. So, so I want to, I want to go back to uh, 
As a matter of fact, tell everybody, tell tell everybody where to find us. You know what I mean? If, if y'all if y'all like what we um y'all like what we doing, uh, y'all listen to us every um y'all listen to us every Monday morning. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 we, here's some other places to find us at. So if you want to find the show, the show is at uh, the Morning Show. Let's argue on Instagram. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Let's Argue Show. On fan base, is at Let's Argue Show. Uh, if you want to find Prince Carlton on Instagram, it's uh, at underscore Prince Carlton underscore. On Twitter, it's at underscore Prince Carlton underscore. And on fan base, is at Prince Carlton. And if you want to find said Linus uh, on Instagram. Twitter and fan base, it is all at said Linus, C E D L I N U S. All right, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna read off a few things. Uh, uh, the major league, major league soccer, the all star, the all star weekend is right here. Um, is, is, is right here in Minnesota, it's right here in Minnesota. Make sure y'all. Uh, if y'all want to, y'all come out, you know what I mean? Support, uh, ha- have a fun time. Um, I-, I was under assumption everything started uh, August 8th, but they do have a few things that start um, Sunday, August 7th. So Sunday, August 7th uh, is at Hazelwood Park, uh, Maple Maplewood, Minnesota, the Fred Abbott Field Dedication. Um, uh, Sunday, August 7th at 9 a.m. They have the uh, Major League Soccer Credential Center open. Um, uh, and also, and, and on the 8th, they have the Major League Soccer Works All-Star Day of Service presented by Target. Uh, Major League Soccer All-Star Training and Availability is um, is on August 8th. Uh, the Major League All-Star Press Conference is also on uh, August 8th. It's at 3.30 3.30 a.m. Uh, I mean, 3.30 p.m. Uh, then they got the 2022 Major League Works plus Target All-Star Community Day. That's on August 9th. Uh, then the Major League Soccer All-Star Hometown Heroes Showcase on August 9th. And uh, on August 10th, Wednesday, the Major League Soccer All-Star Game presented by All-State. Um let me see. Uh, then they got a Special Olympic uh, United uh, Unified All Star Game uh, presented by ML MLS Works, ESPN, and Coca Cola. So yeah, man, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a a fun weekend, a very fun weekend. And I also and I also got something. Uh, I also got something earlier today that was let's see. Um, that the media, you know, it's a MLS, the Major League Soccer invites you to our media mixer. So, um, and that's on uh, Monday, August 8th. I, I don't know what time you get in from out of town, but it's 5 to 8 p.m. 5 to 8 p.m. And basically, uh, the Major League Soccer invites our media members to uh, uh, members attending this year's All-Star Game festivities to join Major League Soccer Communications for our media a uh, mixer in celebration of MLS All-Star Week. Doors open promptly at 5 p.m. with food and drinks being served until 8 p.m. So we get it. So, so you know what I mean? We get to mix and mingle with, uh, with you know, the, the people at ESPN, to everybody who's who's doing coverage. Uh, you know what I mean? Get to talk to everybody. Now, I, I think it's going to be very fun. 
Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, man. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of stuff. And uh, uh, Khalid, Khalid, right? Yeah, Khalid. Khalid. Is, is, yeah, yeah. Khalid is uh is uh singing. Yeah, he, uh, he got the concert. Uh, he'll be singing at the concert. Um, I think that's on the eighth, also. If I'm mistaken, that's on the eighth, also. So it's 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 a lot of big it's a lot of big things, you know. What I mean, going on, you know. What I mean, with, uh, Major League Soccer, uh, it should be a fun it should be a fun event. Y'all can follow us through all those links that uh, Sailors just gave you, and um, we're gonna we're gonna bring we're gonna bring y'all all type of stuff, man. Videos, you know. What I mean, videos, interviews, everything behind the scenes, all that good stuff. Absolutely, you you, you know what? Um, there's also uh. Uh, another thing I thought oh. of. Go ahead. Go ahead. Stay tuned in this episode. Oh wow! Stay tuned in this episode. We have the the Matt Burke. We have Matt Burke. He's the uh, he's um uh, he's he's going for lieutenant governor along with uh, Dr. Scott Jensen, who's running for governor. And uh, wow, a, a, amazing guy. Uh, we we met him. Uh, um, we met him doing something. Doing what, what, what was it? What we did for them? Uh, Main, uh, we Main did, Street with Matt. Yeah, we did. Main we did Main Street with Matt. Uh, it, it, it was very good. You know what I mean? It was it was very good meeting Matt. Um, we had a good time. Very cool guy. Um, uh, him and Doctor Scott Jensen got a, got a heck of a team over there. And um, yeah, we, we was on Main Street with Matt. Uh, we had a good time, so um, we 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 talked we talked to them. We we invited uh, Matt on, and uh, very good conversation, we'll very be, good we'll, interview. Yeah, we'll be playing that in the uh, second hour. Uh, so make sure that you uh you know you you keep it locked. All right, KRSM ninety eight point nine. I'm waking up very early to things that I wrote Been quoting scriptures from early Reading some things that I quote Been putting prayers together Simply just pleading for hope But it's hard to be straight and narrow When you feeding them dope When it was right outside my door And my fridge was on empty And I was fighting for a while But it's the devil that tipped me And I was standing on my own Now my knees so weak Now I'm not sure if my funds Gonna see the end of the week Trying to hold on to my lady But lately we ain't been speaking Some dirt inside my soul I know it needs deleting And when I look in the mirror Of things I don't recognize I don't look familiar And it's my life that I analyze Whole lot of self-pity Self-blame for the path I chose Room for pain So I refrain from this rocky road This rolly road That I wear I gotta take it off Emperor's new clothes Gotta shake the devil off The holy man Man, where that? The righteous man, where that? The righteous man, where that? Me and my homie.
Kings out here trying to be Christ like the holy man. Where that? The righteous man. Where that? The patient man. Where that? The faithful man. Where that? The holy man. Where that? The righteous man. Where that? Me and my homies out here trying to be Christ. My cousin's buying some smoke. His brother's next door at the pub. I'm about a block and a half away at this gentleman's club. I put myself in this spot. Lord, is it too late for a prayer? Being a man in this world today is just simply unfair. Some people say that I'm weak. They telling me like I don't know. I'm well aware because these strippers backstage right now with my dough. I fight this urge every night. Can I be weak now and again? But what if Jesus came back right now catching me? In my sin. I'm dead wrong and I know it. Flesh just be talking too loud. Hang my head kinda low, Lord. Let me get lost in this crowd so I can slip out unnoticed. The devil's weapon is guilt. The higher mighty can't keep their balance. They walking on still. They point the finger and talk about how I misrepresent. And in this instance, it's true, but there's still time left to repent. Don't wanna be a walking dead corpse trying to look lifelike. Turn from sinning back to God, the way to live Christ like. The holy man, where that? The righteous man, where that? The patient man, where that? The faithful man, where that? The holy man, where that? The righteous man, where that? Me and my homies out here trying to be Christ like the holy man, where that? The righteous man, where that? The patient man, where that? The faithful man, where that? The holy man, where that? The righteous man, where that? Me and my homies out here trying to be Christ like. Yo, we back again on KSM 98.9 every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Um, yeah, we were just talking about uh we got we got Matt come Matt Burke coming up. Uh um we got a very good interview with him. Uh make sure y'all stay tuned. Uh what we what we trying to talk? We're gonna talk about some some news, man. So Brittany Griner, Brittany Griner got what nine years? The 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 Russian court. Uh, gave her nine, sentenced her to nine years. Yeah, so let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and read it. Uh, I'm going to read uh, USA Today. Uh, Brittany Griner sentenced to nine years on drug charges in Russia. What happens next? By um, by Chris Bumbaka. Uh, the trial of Brittany Griner ended Thursday with a WNBA star expressing remorse for accidentally bringing vape cartridges containing cannabis with her when she flew to Moscow. Hours later, a judge sentenced her, sentenced her to nine years in prison. And Griner headed back to the pretrial detention facility where she has been held since her arrest at the airport in mid-February. She'll stay there for now. Sometime in the coming weeks, Brittany Griner will temporarily disappear 
while on her way to a female-only penal colony. That is the reality for a foreigner in Russia's legal system, leaving their families worried and in the dark. The journey to remote Russia won't happen immediately to allow for any appeals process, David Whelan told USA Today. His brother Paul Whelan is a former United States Marine who was arrested in Russia in 2018 and sentenced to 16 years on espionage charges the USA says are untrue. Griner and Paul Whelan are considered wrongfully detained by the U.S. government. And the State Department has offered Russia a substantial offer uh, for their returns. So pretty much what they're, gonna, what they're saying is that uh, she's about to disappear. That's what he's saying. She could disappear. Well, that's, that what they're saying is that um, is that that's what happens. Like you, when you go to jail in Russia, it's like you, like you know what I'm saying. You 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 just you just go off. You know what I'm saying. You go off into the dark. You know what I'm saying. Um, so I guess it's not going to be a whole bunch of communication with her. You know what I'm saying. People from the U.S. You know what I'm saying. Stuff like that. She got she got to go do her time in the all female prison. You know what I'm saying. Um, Think she could do all nine years. Um, I think if we get a different administration in here, uh, they'll be able to get her out. So do 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 you think if Trump was in there that he would get her out? He would have had her out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not even. Um, it's not even a thought of. It's not even. It's not even a thought. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you go by track records. You know what I'm saying? You go by track records. I mean... Oh, so, who, uh, hold on. Uh, while we're on the subject, who, who did Trump... Oh, okay, so we know he got ASAP Rocky. Did he get somebody out before ASAP Rocky? I could have sworn he did something before ASAP. Well, he he got... Uh, he got Leangelo... Uh, yeah, Leangelo... Uh, yeah, Leangelo? Yeah, Leangelo ball out um, from China. Okay, he got Leangelo ball all up from China. Uh, uh, he got ASAP Rocky. ASAP. Um, ASAP. What, 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 what was ASAP Rocky at again? Was Sweden or Switzerland? Or, I think it's Sweden. Uh, okay. Sweden. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and then you know he pardoned a lot of guys. And he freed Lil Wayne and he freed Kodak Black. Yeah, yeah. Well, Lil Wayne charges got dropped. Kodak Black got out. Uh, Kwame Kilpatrick got out. Harry O from Death Row Records got out. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, so he, so he, he. Uh, I'm surprised he let out Larry Hoover. Yeah, I mean, shoot, yeah, you never know. You never know what what could have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of a lot of people a lot of people was hoping. You know what I mean? That he pulled that string. It was so funny. Fat Joe said that. All his homeboys are hitting him up from prison and was like, yo, can you talk to Trump for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> man, Trump was letting everybody out, man. <laughs> yeah, but, man. So 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 do do we do we think that she's gonna do the the, the full nine years? I don't I, I don't think she's gonna do the full nine years. I don't think she's gonna do the full nine years. I think she's gonna get out. To be honest with you, they can get her out right now if they wanted to. I, I, I think I think what Russia is doing, Russia is humiliating the United States because the United States could get her out, but 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 they don't 
I'm just I'm just gonna keep it a buck. I'm just gonna keep. I only can keep it a buck. The Biden administration okay, don't don't care that much, bro. They don't care. The, and, and I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why they don't care. Because they didn't just try to get Britney Griner out. When they tried to make their deal, they tried to get two mm-hmm. for one. They tried to do a two for one. See now you playing games. So since you playing games, we, we gonna play more games. We gonna give her nine years. You know Tell what I'm saying? Oh, 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 okay, so what you mean? What you mean they try they they try to do a two for one? So okay, okay, uh I was unprepared with the names. But um so there's a arms uh let me see. Let me see if they have uh um yeah, okay, we, and, and we, in this article, in this article, they don't have the na- they don't have the name. So, so I'm not I'm not privy to the actual names, but I can look it up later. Um, so America, America has an arms dealer from Russia. Right. His name okay. is like uh, he got like a crazy nickname, like 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 a his, his, he got a nickname like a gangster rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like in, right. like international murder or something like that or whatever. Something like, crazy <laughs> jump like that. Wow. And uh, yeah. uh, uh, he's an arms dealer or whatever from Russia, and he's locked up over here. And Russia want to get wants him back. So instead of just saying, instead of just saying like, "Yo, we gonna let him go," and you give us Brittany Griner back, they said, "Yo, we'll let him go, but you give us Brittany Griner and and another person." You, you, you know what I'm saying? That is ridiculous. Yeah, and, and the Russian government said no. Nah. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Who, who, who told him to do that? <laughs> that is ridiculous, man. And, and and see, that that that's the thing that's like 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 this administration is like to me. This is the weakest administration I've seen in office in the United States in a very long time. Like I, I don't even. The, it ain't competent. These people, I don't know what they're doing. By Joe Biden, he got boosted, and he got he got his vaccine. He got boosted, all of that stuff, and he got. Listen, he got COVID like three weeks ago. Then he got it a week after, almost a week and a half after that. Then got it again, and now he he's tested positive again for it. They, today. Today they test him again. He's still positive. They, he still tested positive. I, I want people. I want people to remember this. This, this look. This is what I want people to do. This is what I want people to do. President Biden has got all the shots, been boosted two, three times, and he can't shake COVID. The man didn't test positive for COVID at least three times. Yeah. Dr. Fauci, who is supposed to be the USA's go-to guy on epidemiology, he's been boot he didn't got it, been boosted, everything. And he caught it and and, and and caught it again. He caught it twice, back to back. So next time these guys tell you what to do as far as COVID. Just know that whatever they're gonna tell you to do didn't work for them. And not at all. It didn't, didn't work, it, it didn't work for them. It wasn't even close. So, and look, I'm not out here telling people what to do because I, 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 but I'm just saying 
Use your own brain. Don't just let people get on TV and tell you what to do and you just follow suit. Just use your own brain about what you want to do. Absolutely. Uh, we, we got the we got monkey pox on the horizon. We got monkey pox on, on the horizon. You know, uh, uh, they, uh, uh, today, uh, I mean, uh, uh, last week, they 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 announced that it was a um, uh, they, they declared a state of emergency. Uh, so, I mean, who knows what, what, uh, what's about to follow? You know, who knows what's about to follow after that? Uh, maybe they're about to start getting people to wear a mask again. You know, even though that was last said, there wasn't a, uh, the CDC said it wasn't airborne. But I'm pretty sure they're probably saying it's airborne now. Uh, election time is right around the corner. <clears throat> oh, and and uh, spe- speaking of elections, speaking of elections, last week, uh, Donald Trump had a very good turnout for the people that he endorsed. Hold on one second. Uh, Hold on one second. Let me read something on monkeypox. Okay, go ahead. With the U.S. Uh, this and this is uh, ABC News. Okay. With the U. With the U.S. Uh, Department of Health and Human Services declaring that monkeypox outbreak a public health emergency as the number of cases continue to rise. The most the most important thing you can do is know your risk level. Monkeypox is still rare. And most people have a low risk. But if you are in a city where monkeypox is spreading and in a community where it's spreading, you are are at high risk in this current phase of the outbreak. The monkeypox outbreak first started spreading among men who have sex with men, a group that includes people who identify as gay, bisexual, transgender, and non-binary. The group continues to be at the highest risk so far. Uh, highest risk. So far, the bulk of cases have been reported in large cities like New York and Los Angeles. Um, as the outbreak continues, the virus may soon start to spread further and begin to affect different uh, demographic groups. So that's where we're at with monkeypox right now. You know what I'm saying? Just just to keep you guys updated. Uh, okay. Um, let me, let, let, let's talk about something. You, um, we we talked. We saw. Did you see the trailer for uh, the Black Panther? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did for and sure. So, so, uh, so, 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 what, what was your, what was your thought on? What was your thought on? Um, what was your thought on, on on the trailer that you saw? Uh, I'm uh, I'm not excited to see. I probably I won't see it. I won't see it until wow. they put it on VHS. Why is that? Because I can see Hollywood. I it, I can I can see Hollywood got their hands all over it. I, what, what I mean from the trip to I'm just gonna be keeping a buck from the trailer. It just looked like that. There's there, there's this there's like this kingdom that like women is women are leading women are fighting women are the head of the household they are the head of the community and men are just and the black men are just nowhere to be found and and, and, and I bro we, we, we don't rot like that so I, I probably won't see it so that's what you got from the trailer that's what I got from the trailer yeah that's what I got from it. I, I was, 
like I, I was, I watched the trailer, and you know, and, and I think just like everybody, I thought that like, okay, this look good. Okay, this look good. Right, right, right. Okay, uh, it looks good. I'm like, okay, so where's the like, where, where, where's the men at? You know what I mean? Where, where, where's because <clears throat> already I always think is a is is a lack of. Uh, black masculine men on TV. I, I, to really be honest, I think it's a lack of masculine men on TV. Period. But I think it's a lack of black masculine men on TV times ten. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like it's just a, it's just a problem. Black Panther was one of the guys that we, that we had. You know what I mean? We he, he was a, he he, he was a he was a cool guy. He, he did his job. He. He he did. He, he was a superhero. You feel what I'm saying? They made the woman, and they made Black Panther look good in the first one. Um, then when then when I saw then when I saw, um, Black Panther. Uh, towards the end, I, I saw a lot of women. And now they 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 threw in, they threw in a few guys. They threw in a few guys, right? They threw in the guy. The guy what's that? Oh, uh, what was? I, I, I don't uh, know, but I, I don't know their uh, names. But yeah, that guy. Okay, I, absolutely. Yeah, they they. I saw him, and I think I saw another guy. But then I saw them show Black Panther, and the way the stance is with the Black Panther, it looks more slimmer, and it looks like. I see a shape. Then, not only that, when I went to, uh, I was on Facebook scrolling, and then I saw the cover. Saw the cover. It just, it just, it just, uh, it's just the 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 mask of Black Panther, and I saw it, and it looks, it has female characteristics. Written all over it. It's like it's like a, a different version of like Catwoman. It, it like the the face just look like it. It, it like it's no way a male face could be behind that mask, you know. So if black and, so if Black Panther if Black Panther is a woman, what what rating are you gonna give this movie? Listen, I'm all about okay. I'm all about um women picking up themselves. I'm all about women being strong. I'm all about black women uh, being strong, you know, uh, uh, in, in all of that. I, at this point right now, I feel like I almost can't even, I mean, I almost, like you can't even put two hands up really and have black masculine men characters you know what I mean? Like, like, like somebody named some. Uh, I was on Twitter and some a uh, girl named some, and she named Luke Cage. I'm like, who in the heck? Luke Cage got. They took Luke Cage off what? But like five, eight years ago. You you feel what I'm saying? Ain't nobody. Yeah. T- I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that's in rotation. You feel what I'm saying that. Black boys can look up to him like, oh, I want to be like this guy. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we like like. Like black young boys don't really have that, you know what I mean? Like I was telling the girl on on Twitter, I'm like, like Thor, Thor, he runs around the whole universe 
the uh, 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 beating people up and everything, and he gets the girls and women like him and all that stuff. I don't know uh, what what black character, what black male masculine character does that does that happen with? We don't got one. We, we, don't have, got to, one. we, we have to go back. To, we're gonna have to bring uh like a uh, blank man or like Robert, like Robert Townsend <laughs> back. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look. Hey, bro. <laughs> so, 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 oh, oh, okay, so you, you know there's a movie called Bullet Train, right? You ever you heard of that? Mm-mm. Okay, so it, it okay, so it, it's a um <clears throat> it's a movie called uh Bullet Train that's out and it's starring uh it's starring uh, uh um uh what's the guy name? I will be um Brad Pitt. So it got Brad Pitt in it and it got um who who's the guy who played on like uh hold on um this guy right here yeah, he played uh, ATL. He played ATL. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he played ATL. He yeah, he played ATL. Uh, is it uh, Aaron? Isn't it Aaron Johnson? I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Okay, it, it, uh, okay. Anyway, so they sitting on the train. They sit on the train, and this is the trailer. As they sit on the train, Brad Pitt, this the black guy. I get. I, I don't know his name. The ATL guy. Is sitting already like in a seat. Brad Pitt comes up to him and kind of like like hits the table, or he sits down in front of him like real close. And then the black guy like he's like, I'm like, why? I'm like, why can't we have? Why all of the dudes, all the black dudes on TV, got to act like that? Like, 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 like every single show. Like, like, I can't even, like, look, man, I I know we got to go. This is the last thing I'm going to say. It's like, we're either in the background playing, like, we're either in the background playing some fifth, fifth character, fifth, fifth chump character, or we, like, or we very feminized. If we're very feminized, a very feminized guy. They'll put us all on the screen. Then they'll put us all on the screen. We'll be the. We, we won't be first. Still, we'll be second. You feel what I'm saying? And uh, it, 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 it's it's just getting bad out here, man. It's getting bad out here. I like like I don't think I can pretty much watch this reality TV at this point. A I can't even watch football. no. That's why we watch yeah. football. <laughs> Football or basketball? Yeah, football or basketball. Hey, we got we got Matt Burke coming up. Uh, amazing interview. Kara Sim, 98.9. You ever been drifting in the concrete wet cement? Gotta repent. Picture me rolling when it's the wheel. I'm trying to reinvent. Claiming Jesus, but my lifestyle misrepresent. Soul drifting to a place that it was never meant. Enemy just need my signature to show consent. And then approach the throne of God to prove I'm fraudulent. Surgical procedures useless for the scars that dent. Present your argument. I swear to tell the truth for nothing but the truth. Lord, so help me. But I'm standing by myself with the ones that claim that they felt me. I'm internalizing all the I'm feeling it just ain't healthy So keep your distance like them sticks of sisters And taking selfies Get my good side Feeling like this narrow path a foot wide Fit and fit to track your steps I'm trying to make a good stride Multiple choices lead to filling in blanks 
Drowning in my bad decisions, tossing oxygen tanks. I dove deep into a triangle that's love deficient. At this point in time, I thought my life would be much different. Just thought I would be stronger, not dealing with the same hangup. Wondering if this cup could pass, was sold to drink up. They got my issues on tap, messages in the bottle. TB12 got your cell like a user remodel. So I told God if you lead, I most certainly follow. Yeah. Yo, maybe my future a myth. Trying to stay on path, but I'm feeling the drift. Try to solve the math, but dividing my wrist. Getting angry like Arthur when he's clenching his fist. Ready to go through the mist. Let's see if monsters exist. Walking with faith to face a world that's so brisk. Cold nights, days is brick. Just breathing the air make you sick. Masked up, covered nose and lips. We all exposed to this. Guys clinch, never losing the grip. Even when I slip, his blessings fully equipped. Even if I fall, I get up, brush it off, feeling better off. Learn from my past, no longer lost. High stakes, last chance, no breaks. You pay the cost. Dope fiends like Gator, minus out the lacrosse. Subtract the material things, see who you are. It's a beauty in the mirror. Stop admiring stars, unless it's constellations when you travel abroad. It's different ways of life, just one path to the Lord. If you drift, get back on script and write it off. Got a gift, now put it in play and kick it off. We evolve from our previous. Is born, feeling reborn, felt the scorn Believing that what we feel ain't the norm But still we won't conform, just weathering out the storm Devil work is never done, the devil is always busy Fuck, just got this new step I made this one up just for you Back again on KRSM 98.9. We got a very, very, very special guest today. Take it away, Sid. <laughs> uh, so, so first off, what we do is we, we like to ask our guests to uh, introduce themselves and introduce themselves to our audience. So just tell the audience a little, your name and a little bit about yourself. Matt Burke. I'm just a uh, shucks kid from St. Paul, Minnesota. And um, people, <laughs> people might know I, I played for the Vikings for a little while, and um, right, and then uh, played for the Ravens and won a Super Bowl. And I'm back here living in the St. Paul area, and I'm running for lieutenant governor. All right, so okay, so you grew up in Minnesota, and you uh you played for the Vikings, and you said you played for the Ravens, and you now you're running for lieutenant governor. Uh, why such the dedication to your home state? Well, you know maybe the best way i could describe it is um yeah i grew up here and i went to school in boston i went to harvard and yeah you have hard people from all over the world i mean literally people from countries i'd never heard of right uh and that's my my eyes got really like opened up like wow the world's a big place yeah playing football i mean i mean people from everywhere and more than one person would say like Man, you talk about Minnesota a lot. Like you must really like Minnesota. <laughs> and, uh, and I guess I guess I did. You know, it was a great place to grow up. Where I grew up in St. Paul in the eighties and nineties, it was it was right. safe. It was clean. Um, it, there was a real sense of community there. And so yeah, I guess I did. I did like it. So fast forward, fast forward twenty five years. Uh, it's it's a lot different than it was back then. We got. Right. We got crime issues. We got lots of stuff going on in our schools. Um, 
the uh, the business community, the economy is not real great. You know, businesses aren't breaking down the door trying to get into St. Paul, Minneapolis. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'd be, I'd be lying if I said that that didn't kind of make my heart hurt. And, uh, and I certainly think that, you know, I mean, I've never been in politics before, but geez, just looking at, just being astonished and bewildered by some of these decisions that our leaders have made over the last few years. I mean, Absolutely. Not, only, not only do I think it's not right, but I'm like, well, I know I can do better than this. So <laughs> right. Is that- here I am. Yeah. <laughs> so, let me ask you a question. So, um, so when we, we're from Virginia. So when we were telling people we were coming to Minnesota, they would always say, oh, well, the only thing I know about Minnesota is Kevin Garnett and Kirby Puckett. Or they'll, or they'll say Prince, oh, right? Prince, Prince, yeah, Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so what are some things when you were going around playing football, you were telling people you from Minnesota, what was the things that they, the only things that they, they would say they knew about Minnesota? They would just say, oh, man, it's so cold up there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. You guys You guys coming from Virginia, you must have gotten looked at sideways when you were talking. Hey, 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 when we went to college, they were like, why'd you come here? Why'd you come up here? Yeah. <laughs> even, even people from Minnesota, people from the South come up. They're like, why are you here, man? You didn't have winter. What are you doing? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so you play in the NFL. Uh, uh, how how did playing in the NFL uh, prepare you for being uh, a, a, a lieutenant governor? Huh. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not lieutenant governor yet, but I'd say it definitely <laughs> prepared me for campaigning. You know, um, I think the thing that people don't realize about the NFL season is it's a grind. You know, right. and it's a grind. Like every every Sunday's game day, but like every Monday is the same. Like you name you know Monday at two thirty p.m. I could tell you exactly where I would be every single Monday. Mm. Or Tuesday, Wednesday. So it's just, it's like Groundhog Day. It's like Groundhog Week. And you really have to get in the mindset. And obviously, it's physically demanding too. You just, you have to learn how to train yourself where I'm not looking six months ahead. I'm not looking six days ahead. I am just looking at today. What do I got to do today? How am I going to get better? And really, really focus and, and be, you know, I mean, Back when I played, we didn't call it being present. I know there's like this huge movement now, be present, but right. be, be, be where your feet are. And, um, yep. you know, campaign, you're doing multiple things a day, tons of phone calls, whatever. You can kind of get caught up in all that. You just got to, you just got to be where your feet are and focus on that. And, you know, you work, you, you, you've got to, my, my first coach, Danny Green, he always said, plan your work and work your plan. We've right. planned our work. It's like a hundred days or so till the election. We're just going to work our plan till then, and and then uh, you know, and then we'll let the results be what they may, and and we'll live with them. Right. Is that so? You you said you could do a, a better job than a lot of these politicians. Okay. So, what made you? Is there anything deeper that made you want to get into politics? And do you see yourself as a politician? Uh, when you say see yourself as a politician, I don't know what that you know that's. Depends what your definition of politician is. Like <laughs> absolutely right. Um, career politician? No, absolutely right. not. Uh, I, I do believe in in citizen uh, citizen politicians. You know, people. Right. I think that's how this it was supposed to be. Like you're supposed mm-hmm. to accomplish some things and then be like, oh yeah, I'll go serve. I'll go work serve in the government for a short span and then go back. Right. You're not supposed to have career politicians, but I think the breaking point for me to where I had to get involved was. It was COVID and the riots, the riots. I mean, yep. when I just see the city, my city burning, like, and that doesn't yeah. look like, not only did that not look like, like Minneapolis, St. Paul, it doesn't look like America. 
Mm, yeah. and, and if we lose law and order, I mean, if you don't have law and order in society, you've got nothing. Right. Um, and so I was kind of like a lot of people upset and trying to figure out what, what, what can I do? What am I supposed to do? And just one day I was on an airplane. I ran into this guy, Scott Jensen, who was mm. you know, out there talking about COVID and getting uh, – kind of get in from all sides and uh, <laughs> he said uh, he said hey are you, you going to run for governor because my name was out there I said no I'm not that's that's not for me right. are you and he said yeah I'm gonna run I said well I'd like to help you and, and that was kind of the start of our friendship and uh, you know lo and behold about a year later uh, he asked me to be his lieutenant governor candidate and here I am Wow, that, that, that's so crazy. That was our next question. How did you partner up with Dr. Scott Jensen? Wow. Okay, so what is the what are some of the biggest uh, issues that uh, uh, Minnesota you think Minnesota is facing today? I think it, it unanimously, and in no particular order, but I think this is the order. I think it's crime is number one. I think the economy slash inflation is number two, and I think schools are number three. And uh, boy, if, if when Scott and I are elected, if we fix those three things, then they, they'll probably they'll probably carve statues while we're still in office. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. You get you get those three things right. Everything else is just that's just details. Uh, right. Everything else is going to. But you know, like I said, you can't have a you can't have a functioning society if you don't have law and order. Right. People have the right to work. The government needs to remove as many barriers and obstacles as possible. When you have a thriving economy, opportunities, prosperity, that's what the government's supposed to enable. The government's not supposed to provide. Right. That's supposed to just give people money. Okay, You're supposed right. to put a system in place, get all many barriers as possible so people can go be prosperous. Yeah. And then schools, man, to keep it going is the education system uh and there's then that's just that's just a mess right now with these divisive curriculums and uh you know teachers union basically dictating what's being taught what's happening in schools all this stuff i i've yet to hear well let me just say this scott jensen and I are in charge we're going to bring academic achievement back to being the main focus in school absolutely and all this other stuff can can go by the wayside so, so let me ask you, uh so so what are some of like the um so you say um you know the violence uh schools um inflation uh are there like some like first day things like on the table that you and uh Dr. Scott Jensen have discussed that maybe like on the first day or within or very early uh um uh and, and when you guys take over what are some things that you're going to do to probably try to change the the direction of uh of those three things you named yeah, well, I'd say this, said, um, like, there are some things in the first 100 days that are a little bit easier and cleaner to get implemented um, that Scott's talked about. But the, the, the three main things that I just mentioned, public safety, education, and economy, they're not completely separate. And I've been kind of thinking about this for, for a long time. And when the first thing we tried to tackle, and we released a 10-point plan on it, was public safety. And the way that it was explained to me and the framework I like is using there's there's three three phases or three stool, three legs on the stool. You have prevention, enforcement, and rehabilitation. So you you know you can't you know, I think a lot of people say, well, we gotta you know, we gotta clean up the streets. Yeah, we do, but it's not just more cops, you know, it's more complicated. Right. So we talk about prevention. Prevention, how do we prevent crime? Well, let's have a great education system. 
right? <laughs> like, so yep. let's have a great education system so people right. have opportunities and that's that way the way up for people. Um, when you talk about enforcement, yes, we need more police officers all over because number one, we just we have laws in this society, they need to be enforced. Everybody deserves to be safe and to feel safe. Um, but also when we're talking about enforcement, I mean that that is yes, it is the police department's number one job. They are the number one people that enforce the laws in our society. So, right. so we have to, but it's also, if you have high crime, businesses are not going to open up in those communities. They're not going to invest in those Absolutely. communities. So now we're talking economy, right? Yep. Prevention deals with education, enforcement, there's an economy piece, and then rehabilitation, right? And that's, um, I mean, <laughs> One of the big problems we have and why we have these problems is our judicial system, our judges. We have we have the third lowest incarceration rate in the country. I mean, we'd all love we'd all love incarceration rate to be low if that meant that there weren't a lot of people breaking the laws. But, Absolutely. Right. You know, the number I mean, if I mean, 40 percent of the time, Mr. Staff, 40 percent of the time, our judges are not following mi- mandatory minimum sentencing guidelines for violent offenders. I must I must not know what mandatory means because I thought it meant you had to do that. But, right. <laughs> um, so so the good news is I think we know and in all of this has just been been this culture of lawlessness has been fostered by Tim Walls and Peggy Flanagan during the riots, freezing almost not wanting to stop the, 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 the destruction, um, appointing liberal judges, uh, just, just this, this liberal philosophy, which is just very um, casual, I guess, when mm-hmm. it comes to, to crime enforcement, sentencing. Um, this, is, you know, this has been cultivated, and, and now it gets to the point where I think you're just seeing brazen criminal activity and you know, this All is right. the age of the camera phone, so we're catching it on we're catching it on video now. But I mean, when you see like the Fourth of July, when you that woman walking her dog and having all these serious—I mean, those aren't Minnesota fireworks; those are Wisconsin <laughs> level fireworks, <laughs> right? Being shot at her. Like, are you are you kidding me? Is that? I mean, I would just ask Minnesota: Is that what we want? Because right. here's the thing: you guys, you guys got. You, you got people in Virginia and all over the country. Yeah, I got people. They're calling me up like, "Hey, man, you okay?" I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, right. I saw what's going on in Minneapolis, man. I just want to make sure you're okay. And I'm like, and that's that's the image of our city. Yep. The rest of the country. And so, when a business again, a business or a young person gets out of college, they want to go start their life somewhere. Hey, where? Why would like think about it? If you don't know anything about Minnesota, why would you come here? Right. It's cold. <clears throat> Crime is high, taxes are high, schools are declining. Like what? What's what's drawing people to Minnesota right now? Yep. Oh, okay. I got a question to ask. Okay, I, I like to let people know that we we were we were Democrats for a very. I ain't gonna say a very long time. I'll just say we was Democrats for. I'll say up until I'll say with Obama we was Democrats. Then. It seemed like this drastic change started to happen that it just went the Democrats start to go all the way left. It just shot yeah. to yeah. it just shot. Yeah, it just shot to something that I couldn't even identify with. And I'm just and the things that they will go against 
was concerning me. Also, do you think, because Minnesota seemed like it, it always been, or for a majority of the time, it's been liberal-led. Do you think that they're ready for a change right now? Well, I do, and, and I can I can empathize with your story because, you know, I grew up, I mean, my, my mom worked at a nursing home. My dad threw newspapers. I mean, we were blue dog Democrats. Yeah. And, uh, and that's kind of just part of this Minnesota identity, right? Like, we're... Yeah. Oh, we're, we're nice, we're passive-aggressive, and we vote Democrat. Like, that's kind of our identity. And and you're right. Like, that that party has changed so much and gotten, I think, so extreme. Listen, I don't, you know, I don't wear GOP underwear. Um, my, my, my political party is not, it's not the altar I worship at. I mean, if the GOP came out and said all of a sudden they were going to be about, you know, tons of, tons of business regulations and they were going to be pro abortion. I'd be like, well, I mean, that's, you're not really my party anymore. I, Absolutely. I, I can leave you at any time. We're not, we're not married. You know, we're not married. I can, I can opt out anytime. Mm-hmm. And, and what you say, I think if we, I mean, we, we get the, we get the world we're living in and the uh, affinity that people have, some people have for their, their, their political ideologues when it comes right. to their party. Um, but I think if, if you took the R and the D away, and you just said, hey, here's the values of Scott Jensen and Matt Burke, and here's the things they're for, and here's the values of Tim Walls and Peggy Flanagan. And you didn't know. Like, you didn't know anything. Absolutely. You never heard the word Republican or Democrat. I nope. think 80% of Minnesotans would be with us. Um, yes. And, and you know, and whether that's right, whether, you know, conservative, liberal, right, left, doesn't matter. Just just right. as a human being, you know, uh, respecting, respecting life, respecting people's faith. Uh, want people to get great, you know, be educated, um, receive is, you know, great education, be safe. Like who's yep. who's against that stuff? And it really feels like that, you know, the Tim Walls and Peggy, they, they actually are against that stuff. They want right. to, they, they want to politicize the classroom. They think that they think that punishing people for breaking laws is like not nice. And maybe we can, <laughs> maybe we need like violence interrupters instead of police officers. Like that's, yep. that's not, what world do you live in? There's, you yep. know, there's bad people that do bad things and they need to be dealt with by professionals, by police officers. So yep. yeah, that's, but you're right, man. Uh, it, it, it is part of the Minnesota fabric and that's, and that's one of the many, I think many battles that, that Scott and I are trying to fight. And so I, I really don't like to go out and I really don't like to go out and talk bad about Democrats per se. Right. I try to just, we just try to put forth our vision and, 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 and our ideas and hopefully, they'll, hopefully, those resonate with people. Right. You know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of black people who are really on the on the fence. I wouldn't even say on the fence. They're they're not excited about the Democrat Party. Like they're totally turned off by the Democrat Party right now. A lot of I mean, a ton of ton of black people. They they either saying they're not going to vote or they know they're not going to vote Democrat because they feel like they don't get anything in return. You know. Uh, um, have you guys had any talks about um, about messaging or just like, you know, there's a lot of black votes up for grabs and and um, what type of things would you would you say to the black community to tell to tell them that you guys are the best choice? Yeah, yeah, great. Well, I mean, so kind of being new to this whole thing, yeah. I mean, I guess I feel like you know, generally speaking, uh, black community identifies as being Democrats, so. Well, I mean, so I spent a lot of time in the inner city, but not as a politician, just doing community work when I was with the Vikings and the Ravens in Baltimore. So I go in there now as a politician and I want to, I'm meeting with people, talking to people, they're showing me around and uh, I just listen 
And, you know, they talk about the violence, obviously, big problem. Hey, yep. I mean, every other corner, there seems like there's a memorial for someone who'd been Absolutely. shot. Uh, they're not happy with the schools. Um, they're not happy. You, know, you drive down, you can drive down Broadway in North Minneapolis. It's like everything's boarded up, even the businesses that are open. Oh, man. You yeah. know, and I'm like, man, this is this is our city, right? So, so they go through the whole spiel, and I say, I would, this, is, this, this is like how it goes every time. I say, all right, well. I've been with you for an hour, 45 minutes, and I haven't heard you say anything about racism. And they mm. all just kind of laugh. And they're like, racism? What are you talking First of all, there's not just black people here. There's right. white people. There's Latinos. Like, we're just all struggling together to just try to make it. Yep. And then I'm like, okay. And then they also, they also say, how could it be racism? All of our elected leaders are black. These people we elected them, and they ain't right, right. <laughs> And then I asked, them, I said, "Well, why do you always vote Democrat?" And they said that, "Well, that's easy because you guys, Republicans, stopped coming down here like 30 mm-hmm. years ago." And they say yeah. the Democrats at least show up every four years, and they promise us some stuff, and we think, "Well, maybe this time it'll be different." And let me say this. Huge problem for the Republic. I mean, the Republican Party now, it ain't, it's far from perfect. And I'll be the first to tell you that because right. I come in, I mean, they've done a poor job with minority communities. They've done a really poor job, I think, respecting women. Um, you know, they've, they've sort of like dismissed a lot of women and, and, and they're what's important to them. Um, and, you know, the, the Republican Party is, is in a lot of ways, it's its own worst enemy uh, or has been, has been. And Scott and I are aware of that, and um, you know we genuinely, genuinely want to want to change that. So we're doing spend a lot of time outreach uh, in in a lot of different ethnic communities, and the reception has been great because what we what we hear generally speaking is important to them is being able to elevate their faith, uh, their family, and especially with the with the immigrant populations, you know they want the American dream, and so <laughs> stop burdening all these. You know, if you want to start a business, we have so many permits and licenses and fees and take so much time they're like just just don't encumber us so much like don't be an adversary you know help us be a partner with us we're here to work uh we don't mind working 70 80 hours a week but like be a at least get out of the way you don't have to help us just get out of the way we definitely know about that (laughs) (laughs) for sure you you know you the, the the one the one thing that that's the one thing that's kind of crazy is that like I feel like right now, uh, is general just generally speaking, the Democrat Party is so lost. I like it. Like I almost would. I almost would. I, I'm not gonna say every time. I almost would blindly vote for Republicans at this point on on what the things that uh, uh, Democrats are pushing. But the only thing about it. Is their branding and their control over the media is insane. They they could say to, to they could say Joe Biden can come out and say, "Hey, uh, cats are now human beings. We're going to label cats human beings today." And yeah. all and everybody in the media, New York Times, did they write on how cats are human beings? And everybody said, "Oh yeah." I did think that once before. Cats are human beings, and then that's the way it goes. What does it take for you guys to to make your branding something that people want to be a part of? Yeah, that's a great that's a great point, Prince. I just listened to an incredible uh, thirty minute interview. This was it's a few years old with Andrew Breitbart, you know, the guy who started Breitbart News. Right. Yep. And and you know, listen, we all know 
Fox News, Breitbart, you know, that's biased. But, yep. but he, this was kind of the premise for his whole life's work, as he said, kind of the, the, the crime or the problem, if you will, is that the mainstream media presents itself as neutral, but they are left. Yep. And so there's still a lot of people that they would tell you, well, I, I just get my news. I get just the news. I watch CNN. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's no. like, no, that's not just the news, right? Absolutely. Everything right. is biased. Um, so we do. I mean, the media is not helping us. They're going to help. The media isn't the mainstream media or legacy media is an extension of the DFL. But mm, I, I heard I heard this, and I don't know if you can prove it, but I heard it from a pretty reliable source the other day. There's a, talking locally, <clears throat> there's a local conservative news outlet called Alpha News. Okay. It's about four years old, I think. Mm-hmm. They have four full-time employees. They get more page views a day than the Star Tribune. Wow. And, you know, I, Star, I, Star Tribune has 100 employees at least, probably, right? So yep. there is, I tell people, don't underestimate the conservative movement in Minnesota. Um, it's real. You know, we're just we're just a little bit quieter, and we don't, you know, this legacy media. A lot of people don't even aren't even aware of. I, you know, my dad delivered newspapers. I delivered newspapers. My kids, they don't even know what a newspaper looks like. You know, right? <laughs> tell you, Pioneer Press, Star Tribune. They probably don't know what that is, but right. They know what Instagram is. They know they know what Twitter is. Um, so there's there's a lot more concerns. We just tend to be quieter. We don't get to we don't get to um, uh, you know just keep living the echo chamber that, uh, right. that that the left does. But yeah, that's that's part of the fight. You know, Scott and I are lucky. We have a large social media following. I mean, combined on all the platforms, you know, I don't know, it's like half a million followers. So wow. so we we can get our message out to a certain extent. And I think because of this dire situation we're in in minnesota there's a lot of people who have gotten off the sidelines and they whether it's support scott and myself whether it's repost our uh, our content but you know we're doing our best to get it out sort of like guerrilla warfare and um, and that's how we do it and and i'll i'll say this too you know scott and i know it's an uphill battle but nobody's working harder than us shaking more hands going putting on more miles and just right. getting in front of people and looking them in the eye and, and make sure they they, they know who we are and, and know what we stand for. And, uh, you know, that's all, that's all, that's all we can do. That's all we can yep. do. Yeah. Um, so, um, a lot of people, uh, believe that Tim Walls, uh, handled the, not only just the rise, but just the pandemic and the lock lockdowns, uh, horribly. Uh, how, how would you guys would have, uh, handled both of those situations? Well, first and foremost, and Scott's talked about this extensively, but he would he one of the things he wants to do first hundred days, first ten days in office is rewrite the emergency powers. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way that Tim Wall should have been allowed to basically be a king for as long as he was. He wanted to be longer, but actually his his own the Democrats were gonna were gonna pull it pull yep. the plug. Um, that's just that's just not right. There, there's no way in a democratic republic that one person should have should have that much power over i mean i don't want to sound like a hyperbolic politician but you know lives were ruined mm-hmm. not because yes. of COVID, not because of covid but because of the government's response to covid and we don't we don't expect anybody to be perfect right, right. but come on man i'm not a doctor I don't think you guys are doctors, are you? No. I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely no. <laughs> you didn't be a doctor when you say follow the science and 
you know, you, you say, okay, follow the science. And you look at the numbers, you look at the trends, and you think, what are you talking about? You're following the political side. Oh, science. my gosh, right. You're doing just exactly what California, New York, and Joe Biden are telling everybody to do. Yep. And so, so here's what I would say. If I was – and I'm not like – I don't hate Tim Walls. I don't know Tim Walls, all right? right? This isn't personal. You know what I love? I mean, now we are at the point where it's like, boy, oh, boy, um, I don't know very many people. I don't know. I don't know who could think that the COVID vaccine is anywhere near what it was sold to us to be. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, Look at all the data from lockdown maps, and there's just nothing. All these studies are not coming out after the fact saying none of that did anything, did more no. harm than good. Closing schools. If Tim Walls just came out and said, Hey, you know what? We blew it. We blew it. You know, it was intense trying to figure it out. It was scary. And we made a mistake. At least I could respect that. You know, if I thought it was was sincere, Um, say, hey, man, I get it. Like, we get it. It it was. There's no doubt it was trying time. But it's like they now they're talking about monkeypox for crying out loud. And they're talking about the A5 variant. (laughs) It's like they they just they, they I think what they think is we've got the media. And we got enough people with us that we can sell, we can create reality. Mm-hmm. And yep. and I just think, you know, during that whole thing, there a lot of people the, the the scales were removed from their eyes and they saw they saw for what it was. I think I think the far left underestimates what the everyday person has come to realize. Right. And um, if they try anything like that again, boy oh boy, there's a it's it's I think it'll be pretty intense. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh nationally, there's there are two really big uh topics going on right now. There's the the Roe v. Wade that was overturned by the Supreme Court and gun control. Um what are you guys' stance on uh, both of those issues? Well, I mean, Roe v. Wade being overturned just turns it back to the states. That's all it does. Right. And, and so every state's different. Mm-hmm. Uh as it is in Minnesota, uh, abortion is a right. We have a Supreme Court case, Doe v. Gomez from 1995, which guarantees a woman woman's right to abortion. Mm-hmm. So uh, Scott Jensen, Matt, Scott Jensen, Matt Burke are both pro-life. If we get right. elected, it's not like the day after the election, abortion's being banned. That's not how it's probably never be that way in Minnesota. So it'll take a constitutional mm-hmm. amendment. But what mm-hmm. Scott and I want to do is we want to have the conversation and drive and say, how can we, how can we create a system where women and mothers are better supported? So we, so, so we don't have to have so many abortions, right? Right. I don't, I don't think women want to have abortions, right? It's like, Absolutely. It, it's, it, it happens because of circumstances. And I don't see the left putting forward anything that says, yeah, let's, let's actually support women. No, we'll just be like, Oh, you're expecting pregnant just go have an abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And anybody that's been, you know, maybe most people don't know, but abortion wounds women. Um, it, it's it's not a good thing. Right. So so as it relates to Minnesota, you know, abortion is not on the ballot this November. It's just right. it's not, not Minnesota. Um, yeah. It's a non-issue. But that's why Walls and Flanagan are, are, uh, are out there talking about it and saying how Scott and I are going to do away with that because – they can't run on their record. So they're going to talk about something that's not even. Absolutely. Um, yeah. As far as guns, you know, um, it's not, it's not about the laws you have. It's about what you can enforce. And, 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is, it's a really hard thing to talk about because like these school shootings, you know, I got, I got eight kids. I mean, right. you know, and every time your kids leave, you, you probably take for granted that they're going to come home. Right. But, um, I don't, I just don't see how, how gun legislation, I haven't seen anything yet that is really, is going to prevent any of these acts of evil from right. taking place. Like you guys, you guys, you get a little younger than me. But you ever see the movie In the Line of Fire with Clint Eastwood, Rene Russo? Uh, I haven't uh, seen it, but I've definitely heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, it's John Carney. Right? You guys, you got to go. You got to watch it. It's your homework. All right, I'll watch it tonight. <laughs> Clint Eastwood was a Secret Service guy, and John Carney was this, was this crazy madman. Okay. And John Carney would call him up on the phone. He'd say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assassinate the president. And, he, and the only reason I remember this is because I worked at a movie theater in high school. And I was in the back, so I'd watch everything like forty times. Right, right. So, but John Carney said, "If if there's an individual who's capable, and he's willing to trade his life for the life of the president, you can't stop him." Right. And, you know, it, it was it was it's an epic movie. Carney and Eastwood were, were terrific together. But right. If you look at it, if people are, you know. For whatever reason, and I think the reason's some kind of mental illness, mm-hmm. but they want to go commit these horrific acts wherever it is. Um, I don't know if I mean, can you prevent them from getting guns? I would say history says you can't. If they can't get a gun, we've seen people uh, go by other means to commit mass murders. Um, people use cars. We've seen them use use bombs, homemade bombs. So I get why everyone's like, "Well, gun laws, gun laws." But I mean, again, is it going to do any good? Um, and then and then you get into the sticky situation. I say sticky, but you know, we do have a Second Amendment in this country mm-hmm. that yep. guarantees the right <clears throat> to bear arms, and we can't just um, we can't just start changing changing the Constitution. So. As it relates to gun laws in schools, like we need to harden our schools. Um, this just needs to be. Unfortunately, this is this is twenty twenty two, and schools need to be um, strict security protocols. Um, you know, a school they, they just need to look a little different than when I went to school. I think every door around the school was wide open all day. Yep. Someone probably got left unlocked at night. Yeah, it was just a different time. <laughs> right. Those aren't the times we live in anymore. So we have to take school security seriously. Absolutely. We had a, a friend, a friend of, of ours. Uh, I don't know if you know of uh, Maj Torre of uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, Black Guns Matter. Black I, Guns Matter. Don't say Black you, Lives you Matter. Here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, black, yeah, black, black, yeah, Black Guns Matter. Maj Torre. Yeah. He he um he made a video and he was talking about. Uh, I, what was the percentage that he says, Cedric? Do you remember the percentage that he said? Majority of almost all of the the, the school shootings, I mean, uh, of mass shootings, come in uh, uh, gun free zones. You know, and and and, and see, and that's that's a problem. Like like because uh, uh, only bad people with guns are only stopped. By good people with guns, like you, yeah. you have to, like you, you have to have somebody there to protect the kids. If the kids are worth protecting, you have to have somebody there because these guys aren't going to listen. The the murderers or anybody, they're not going to listen to uh, a gun law. 
No. Like they're already murdering people. No. Like they yeah. already have that on their mind. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think I think the gun uh, the gun laws just they need to stop with the gun laws. Yeah. Well, okay. you know, we talk about like like war on drugs. You know, that's been right. an epic failure. Right. And yep. that's not anybody's fault. You just I mean, how do you right? Like how do you stop it? It's like you want to you want to declare war on guns. I mean, I think right. we all do. Right. But put a bunch of laws in place. If you can't enforce them, it doesn't matter. And a majority of these mass shootings take place. These are not, um, I mean, for the, a majority are not people who got those guns legally. You know, they, right. they, they, they either buy them illegally, they steal them from a family member. Um, yep. And you know what? There's, I think, 600, 500 or 600 million guns in the U.S., you ain't right. gonna, you, you ain't gonna get your hand. Everybody turning their guns. It's not gonna. Right. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> Absolutely. We have to be. We have to be realistic, and I understand the emotions. I understand that, but um, you know, when you talk about good guys stopping bad guys, uh, the shooting in, at the Indiana Mall a few weeks ago, where somebody yep. did just that. That story you would think would get run for a week straight. Oh on, my on gosh! Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they tried to. They tried. They gave that no air. Um, they tried to bury it so quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not like I don't think you know we don't want to t- turn into the wild wild west. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but thank right. that person being there, that that legal gun owner being there, the good guy saved lives that day. Saved Absolutely, lives. So it does. It does happen. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So we we almost running out of time. Okay. Uh. Oh, so you do a show called Mainstream with Matt. How did that come about, and and what do you want people to get from that show? You know, um, I don't know. I I just like talking to people, and right. I guess when I played football and all this other stuff, I'm always on the other end of the microphone, getting asked the questions. I said it'd be fun to ask people questions, and just everyday people ask them everyday questions. I figure I'd yep. learn a lot being a candidate, but also I thought it'd be fun. So one day, I just grabbed my buddy who's. Uh, he owns a he owns in a restaurant actually, but he, he dabbles wow. in the video stuff. I said, "Hey, let's go over to Minneapolis and just let's try this out." And uh, and it was a lot of fun. Right. And then and now he's getting good at the editing, and we got like little jokes in there. And you know, I'm I like to joke around. It gets me in trouble a lot, I guess, running for office. Right. But I like to joke <laughs> around and because you got to laugh, man. I mean, I used to do stand up. Absolutely, you know, I, I like to laugh. And right. so we said, "Hey." I said, we did Minneapolis. I said, all right, let's go to St. Paul the next week. And we did St. Paul. And all of a sudden, people start emailing. Hey, come to my town. Come to my town. I can take wow. you here. And, and literally, like, we we have dozens, maybe hundreds of requests to come to their town and wow. showcase their town and talk to the people. So so we've already committed. If we win, we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Even wow. if we're in office, because I think it's, one, it's entertaining, um, two, just we talked about alternate form of media right. to, get your, to get your message out. But three, um, I'll tell you this. I was in Granite Falls last week. Um, people in Granite Falls think about a lot of things differently and a lot of different things than the people in Minneapolis. And mm-hmm. so I think it's, it's right. always good to get as many <clears throat> viewpoints and, and, and what's important to people and what they're struggling with. Uh, obviously, if, if you're in office, that's, that, that's really important. Um, absolutely but yeah man we're just uh it's just it's kind of taken off i mean yeah i get stopped on the street all the time i love that main street i love that main street so 
Give the people I, I, what they I, want, just like you right, guys. Right, exactly. I, I love it, man. I love the Edana one. Oh, my God. Oh. I was crying. <laughs> that. <laughs> that was probably the least one for me. I mean, people of Edina, not like, <laughs> with the microphone. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, okay, so uh I want to ask this one one uh, quick question. Okay, Ele- I-, I talked to Dr. Scott Jensen about this one time before. Okay, how are you guys across the whole country? It's been problems with election integrity. How can you guys make sure the results are the real results? Yeah. So listen, this has been a problem in America for a long time. I mean, I remember back in in 2000 when George W. Bush beat Al Gore. Yep. Uh, there was the hang- that was the hanging chad. Even after the election, there were there was no social media. There were bumper stickers. Not my president. Right. Um, so you know that was 2000. Now you know roles get reversed in 2020. Uh, I just you know I know we're we're up against the time. In 2020 in Minnesota, there was 21,000 election judges, poll watchers that were Democrats, and only 3,000 Republicans. Yeah. So so I'm just I'm just saying there's there's an opportunity there for uh, for for misproprieties to take place. Absolutely. Uh, as of now, we've got eleven or twelve thousand Republicans signed up. So so there's we just want bipartisan representation at at the polls. That's um, that's all we want. And then I do think that if Scott Jensen and I get in, I can't see any reason why we don't uh, have voter ID laws in this state. I moved back in, in 2020 was the first election I voted in in Minnesota in a long time. And I walked in and I handed my ID and they said, no, we don't need your ID. And I said, you still don't have voter ID in Minnesota. Crazy. Like that, that blows my mind. And right. the arguments against it don't, I don't think they stand up. Um, but I think that will also give people faith because listen, if you have a democracy, if that's how you're electing your leaders, everybody needs to feel good. You need to have free and fair elections. Uh, that is the cornerstone of a democracy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, we thank you very much for being on our show. Is there anything that you want to plug? Any new events coming up? Any websites or anything? Man, you can go to our website. We're doing events all over the place, but and we list them all. We list them all. We, we want people right. to come out, hear it straight from the horse's mouth. And, and, um, and uh, you know, if, if you like what you hear, if you've been to one of our events and you like it, people say, what can I do? Uh, I say, tell your friends. Tell your friends that these guys are different. They're not politicians. Both these guys, it'd be easy for them not to run, but they're running for the right reasons. They got a vision for Minnesota, and, uh, and we got to get this back on track. Otherwise, um, I think you'll you'll continue to see the demise of our of our city and our state, and uh, it's just not it's just not sustainable. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you again, Matt Burke. Thank you so much. Yep. My pleasure, guys. My pleasure.